Welcome to another special episode of Dad's Rules with Kevin Belzer. I am Kevin Belzer, and as you can see as I pan the room, there are no guests with me today. If you're watching on YouTube or Spotify, yes, we are on video as well as audio. Behind me, we have the wall of sound, all the wonderful music that I like to listen to while I'm working. I've tried the whole podcast playing in the background and I just can't do that because as we all know, you really cannot multitask. It is absolutely impossible. So, what's going on with y'all? Bang energy drink. As you can see, I'm still trying to get their attention. No done deal as of the recording of this video, but I'm gonna keep, keep trying because guess what? I'm not done yet. And that is what we're going to talk about today is we're gonna talk about being not done yet. And also if you've not tried this bang, this is delicious strawberry kiss and it is absolutely delish. It's phenomenal. I am actually joined by one little guest today and that is a little puppy dog down under my desk. And uh, he seems to think that's his doghouse. <laughs> He's been completely domesticated. Yeah, we got him when he was eight years old. His name is Dexter. We got him, uh, actually, it was a month before he turned eight, so he's still seven years old. I can do math. He was seven years old. He'd been an outdoor dog his whole entire life. And the day we brought him home, I let him out at night to do his business in the yard. And when he was done, I called him back in. He was looking at me all weird like. I said, well, come on. And his eyes got like really big and he came bounding inside and slept inside for the first time ever. And he has been an inside dog ever since. He's to the point now to where if the sprinklers are on, he's not going out. <laughs> it doesn't need to be raining. If just the sprinkler system is on. Yeah, not going outside. He'll just wait. So he even has his own chair and his own blanket as well that we have to watch, you know, wash every week too. But he has decided lately, this is his newest thing, is that underneath my desk is his little doghouse inside. I, I don't know what brought this on. He's now 11 years old, so he's been with us for over three years now. Never did this before. It's his latest thing. A few episodes ago, we were talking about the topic not done yet. And in that episode, I was speaking specifically about how the early days in real estate in the ridicule I was getting and the ridicule that many of you probably are getting if you're new in business or remember getting when you initially started your business as well. And I was thinking about this one a little bit deeper and realizing that maybe I wanted to just tell a little bit more story as far as all that was concerned because it seems like that I need to explain how these voices, these outside voices, how they can, if you let them, they can really sidetrack you from your dreams, your goals, your ambitions in life. Because I think about that when I started, I did not get one single call from anybody in my family 
period that was rooting me on, uh, said they were in my corner, anything. I didn't hear a peep. Now, back then, wasn't really, posting wasn't that common, so it's not like anybody could comment on anything on social media or anything like that, but there was never any phone calls, no texts, no nothing. And I remember back then that when I started that my dad even was like trying to get me to still go become a teacher or do something else. Cause I do like teaching people. I like coaching, do like public speaking, all that fun stuff. So yeah, I can see doing that. If I can see doing that in a different capacity now than going into a classroom in Arizona and getting paid what is a shame that we pay teachers. So I was thinking back about that as well and how early on, I've probably been in real estate year and a half, two years, my dad came down and I did this on purpose. I had a check to pick up from a title company and my dad was always talking about, you know, going back to college, going back to college, all this, and which I have two total credits of college. And I also have my blackjack dealer license. So I'm a really good card dealer. Yeah. Well, anyway, he came down and he's riding in my car. I'm like, hey, dad, I got to stop. I got to pick up this check real quick. And I knew what the check was going to be. It was going to be a five-figure check. It's going to be a really healthy check. And when I got back in the car, I handed it to my dad. I had the check out. I had to where he could read it. Hand him the check. And I said, I need to put my seatbelt on. This was all intentional 13 plus years ago. Hand him the check, put my seatbelt on, and my dad being my dad and like every dad out there, because I'd probably do the same thing with my kids, is he looked at the check, looked at me, looked at the check, and he's never said a word again about me going back to college, going into another career, whatever. There are going to be people that may not initially be in your corner that will get there, all right? I'm not going to kick them out of my corner down the line if they eventually get there. You've got to be the one that believes in what you're doing. You can't be counting on your family, your broke-ass friends that you've hung around with for years, that aren't leveling up. You can't be counting on any of them. You need to be counting on yourself. And you also need to be doing one other thing that I did not discuss in the last one in enough depth that I need to cover. You need to make sure that you have mentors and coaches that can help you along the way as well. So the smartest thing I did back then is I looked to, at that point, Coach Nikki T., who was the owner of my real estate office I worked in. I looked at him and if he said, read this book, I read that book. If he said, go grab a stack of bank owned open house signs and go put them in the ground, we did. Didn't matter, it was 110 out. We needed actual drills with long ass drill bits to dig down into the ground to get the stakes in because it hadn't rained in 90 days. Sweating our ass off. We're holding the open houses with no air. Now that. Now this is a clue in and of itself that I went and did all that for two and a half, three years straight doing all these open houses, 
gen, you know, drumming up business, screwing up like crazy, but getting better along the way. And then sometimes screwing up when I knew better and getting myself back on track. <laughs> that as well. That happens. Hey, that's part of the business. But anyway, while I was doing that, listening to my coach, doing everything my coach told me to do, there were other agents that I work with that got out of the business entirely. They didn't want to sweat their ass off. Here with me, it's like, okay, initially I had the purple people eater, my Ford Escort, and it had air conditioning. But my other car, my Dodge Neon, when the Ford Escort finally died, my other car, my Dodge Neon, it didn't have working air. So I had stacks of extra dress shirts in the back seats, pants, everything, the whole wardrobe, all back there. It looked like, I mean, I'd go through several weeks of laundry in a few days because of the heat and everything else. But I would just do all these open houses and take the advice of my coach. Always just taking notes, following whatever guru is not the right word, but you know, other online coaches, other uh, people out there, your Grant Cardone's, your Gary V's, your Darren Hardy's, Tony Robbins, just following all these guys and going, how can I apply what these people are saying into my business? When you're starting a business or when you're trying to grow in your business, you gotta think long and hard about what voices am I letting into my head are these people pushing me forward or do I need to push these people to the side and go find people that will actually help me out, help take me to another level? And it is a hard lesson to learn. I have it somewhat easier, I would say, than a lot of people because I live 1,800 miles from my family. So they aren't in my day-to-day -day life. But I know that some people listening to this or some people watching this, that you don't have this. This is not the case. They're in your business every week. You're seeing them at Sunday dinner. You're seeing them at church. They're drop. They're doing drop-bys, all, all the fun stuff. And it's harder for you. You're going to have to figure out how to get their voice out of your head, get the other positive people into your head and just almost become a yes, not argue, just get away from it as fast as you can kind of thing. And it's gonna be tough. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. For some of you, cause I, I saw it with other agents I work with where they had, uh, you know, they would tell me the stories about the family and the friends and everything else. And it's like, you know, it, it's tough on them. I can tell you from my situation that I've never had a problem leveling up the friends I have. And it can seem cold to a lot of people, but you only get so many spins around the sun. And I don't want to waste any of them. So I've always looked at it that I may only have this friendship for a season or four seasons or five seasons and then be leveling up. I, I don't know what to tell you. That's just my personality. That may not work for some of you. You may want to keep these people around. I'm going to warn you, though, be cautious. Because I had, I'll tell you a quick story. I had a 
group of friends that I hung around with when I was 23 years old. And I said to one of them, I said, I'm going to quit drinking. And it's not like I had a drinking problem or anything. It's just that I stopped seeing the value in drinking, period. And I told him, I said, hey, I'm, I'm going to quit drinking. And he laughed at me. And he says, you can't quit drinking. It, it was like, whoa, I thought this, was, this person was my friend. And I was like, I was kind of taken aback by it. And I said, I can quit drinking. And I said, not only can I quit drinking, I can even get new friends. And I did. I stopped cold hanging around with that group because all they did is drink. And I did quit drinking. And at this point you go, I got to ask myself, do it. I quit drinking out of, uh, out of spite or to prove it to somebody or what. But honestly, I never liked the taste of it anyway. And I, I felt that the, there was no benefit to it. And that's kind of how I am about a lot of things. If I don't see a benefit to it, then why do it at all? So maybe for some of you, you're going to have to take a harder look and go, okay, my family, my friends, all that, I'm going to figure out how do I trim this down? Maybe I'm not seeing family every day because I'm going to put more time into my business and I'm seeing them at Sunday dinner or whatever. And that's it. You're those, those friends that you're hanging around drinking beers with and gossiping, gossiping, which has no value either. You're doing all that. Maybe you're cutting that back as well. And you're like, Okay, well, maybe we'll go to a ball game. Maybe they're ball game friends. But outside of that, you're not going to hang out with them anymore. Maybe you're going to cut it all together. You're going to find new friends. Because I'll tell you what, it's like the, the friends I have now, I love way better. It's They're on the path I want to be on. I feel that we all push each other and we all have each other's back. It's not a bunch of whiners, not a bunch of complainers. And that's what I want in my life. And I will never understand how people will still keep associating with family and friends, supposed friends, that want to hold you down. Just my opinion. It's something to think about. I got more to talk about on this topic. I'm going to wrap it up here. I like to keep these episodes under you know 20 minutes, preferably. But hey, if you like this episode, please like, share, comment, leave a review. It all helps the show grow. And also hit our swag shop dadsrulesswag.com. I'm wearing one of our kick-ass line shirts. I actually really like how these turned out. I specifically designed it because I need it for a book cover, but I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And until next time, go out and be the kick-ass adult. I know you all can be.